Real stories, reliable information, the latest technology and news. Welcome to the Plastic Surgery Hub podcast, connecting people with practitioners. Hey, podcasters. So I'm here with Dr. Phil Richardson, who's a specialist plastic surgeon from Brisbane Plastic and Cosmetic Surgery. And today we're going to talk about the Mativa implants, which um, are the next generation implants that are around at the moment. And um, I like a lot of things about them, but he's going to tell us why he used them because I, as I understand, he exclusively uses them in his practice now as well. And they've only been around for, what, a couple of years? A couple of years in Australia and about nine years overseas. So there is some longer term data which shows that they have very good uh, and low complication rates. Um, but in this, in this country, only a couple of years. And they are, as you say, the next generation in terms of their gel and their shell. They, at the moment, only come in a round implant, but potentially future in, a, in an anatomical teardrop-shaped implant. But one of their varieties of round implants called ergonomics almost acts exactly like a teardrop-shaped implant in the way it um, moulds and forms a breast shape. But essentially, they've got a new surface to the implant which is very, very low risk in terms of um, capsular contracture and also a, ve- a condition called ALCL or lymphoma, which is a very low risk, but it's never been associated with this shell. And in addition to that, they have a gel which is, um, feels very f- um, natural and yet it's uh, co- very cohesive, so it doesn't ripple and wrinkle very often. And as much and it is well filled so it doesn't uh, wrinkle and ripple as much either. So that leads to a lower rupture rate which has been shown over nine years and if it does rupture then the gel is cohesive enough to stay within the shell and not cause any other problems. So um, they're a very well made product that was um, based on new technology and so far the complications have been very very low. They look and feel supernatural as you say they're next generation Um, They look very natural, they behave like a normal breast in that they'll move a little bit in an up and down and sideways direction which I think is important. Patients have been very happy with the way that they look and feel. And they're also very uh, useful to use in uh, more complex uh, breast cases such as tuberous breasts where you want to push out that lower pole of 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 your breast and in the past we might have used an anatomic cohesive gel implant to push out that lower pole. Um, But now these ergonomic Motiva implants will do the same thing with a round implant because of the nature of their gel and uh, give you the same uh, look without the potential risk of ALCL or the risk of rotation. So they're a very versatile uh, implant that look and feel superb, work very naturally and uh, so far seem to have very low complications and likely longevity. Yeah, right. So so when you say that they like act natural, so say for example if I've got the Mativa implants, I'm lying on the beach and I've got my bikinis on, not that this is ever going to happen, but anyway, and I like I'm lying there, I'm not just going to have two mountains just sitting on my chest, they kind of like... Yeah, they do. They yeah. The gel, because it, 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 it'll sort of move a little bit like a wave, If not, not quite the same because it's a more cohesive gel, but it'll, it'll fall slightly more to the side than a a rock-hard, very cohesive, um, say, anatomical implant. Mm-hmm. And so um, there will be more natural appearance um, and then in an up-and-down movement as well. Yeah. And similarly, when you feel them, they'll feel a lot more natural as well. Yeah. And, um, like, 
one thing I like about them is when I first heard it, it kind of freaked me out a little bit, but it was the um, the fact that they've got the microchip. So first I was like, oh, my God, they're going to know where everybody is. But it's not about that, is it? It's kind of more so that if anything happens down the track, you know exactly what implant that person's got. Can you yeah, tell us about that? It's more of a registration, small registration tag, which most, which inside the implant and um, most implantable devices are, are now becoming... Uh, are very similar to this, for example, a pacemaker, in that it provides a good system from, for a doctor down the track to use an external um, device to determine exactly what implant is inside you, so you know how long it's been in there for, how big it is, um, how many mils, uh, its, its particular type of implant, so that down the track um, it'll be easier to determine what sort of implant a patient has. And I guess it's probably good for, you know, like in 20 years' time to, to work out the data because I've met women and spoken to women who had their implants 10 years ago. They don't even know the name of the doctor, let alone what size the implant or what brand it was or, or whatever. Yeah, so the hope is that it, the patient enters the, the details that they want to have on there and so hopefully it'll have the doctor's name and the type of implant, etc., which would make it so much easier down the track. Mm -hmm. Um, to reproduce what's already been done 20 years yeah, before right. if there's any complication. And it's a big call, like, for you to just, just use those implants. Like, what was it about, or was it just, was it, I, suppose, I guess it was a lot of things about them that made you decide to just go with that? Because I suppose I'm of the thought, like, do one thing and do it really well, or, like, use one, and, and you learn how to, everything about it, I Yeah, guess. I looked at the market, I looked at what other very good surgeons were using around the world, and they'd had exposure for nine years, so they had a good exposure to it. And a lot of the very, very good breast centres and surgeons around the world had moved into using that implant. Um, there's a plastic surgeon who's unfortunately this year, this year passed away, Scott Spear, and he was a very experienced, worldwide famous plastic surgeon, and he'd moved away from the traditional implants to Motiva, and that was because he truly believed that they were a better product. And so I took on those opinions from those experts around the world who'd used it for a period of time, in conjunction with looking at the implant and feeling it and patient feedback on it. And then when I put all of that together, and importantly patient feedback, I realised that it was an implant that was supe probably superior to most of the others on the market. Yeah, because the same implants have been around forever. Like, there's been no real changes in implants except in the last however many years, has there? Like, yeah. It's still... They're still much the same. Yeah. It's amazing how little they've changed over... Yeah over 40 plus years and uh, I'd say that the, the real highlights of being the shell is less likely to rupture, mm -hmm. the shell is less likely to get a capsule contracture and the gel is more cohesive so if it ever did have a problem it will just stay there and not run into the breast tissue. Yeah. So I think they've been the biggest improvements but when you physically look at them they're not that much different to no. uh, 40 years ago. They, they, and they feel different, there's something about them, like I'm not an implant person but there's something about them that they just feel different. I don't know what it is because I'm not, as I said, I'm not breast Well, the old ones are very runny for yeah. a start and so that can run into your breast tissue, particularly when it's in a warm environment inside, 37 degrees. But um, these feel uh, soft and yet cohesive enough to um, stay within the, the shape that they form. Yeah. Uh, and the breast, where they're placed within the breast. Yeah. Well, good on you. I admire you because I know a lot of people are, are a bit more conventional. And they're like, oh, no, I'm not going to change something's working. But it's really good that you actually think, oh, hang on, this could be better than what I'm doing. I'm prepared to give it a go and then, you know, run with it. So more power to you. Thank you very much. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today.
problems at all. So ladies, and it's not ladies and gentlemen, it's just ladies for this one. If you're um, looking at having implants, um, definitely ha- check out the Mativa range, or the sorry, you know, check out someone who does the Mativa because they are something a little bit different. So give yourself the option of at least you know having a look at them. And Dr. Phil Richardson, as I said, he's based in Brisbane. You can Google him, um, or you can drop us an email to info at plasticsurgeryhub.com.au. You can also check out the Mativa implants on our website as well, and we've got lots of stories about them as well. So thank you so much for taking the time today. You're very welcome, Trish. Awesome. The material provided in this podcast is general information and does not constitute medical advice, nor is it a substitute for consultation and advice from your own practitioner. It should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical illness. Any medical or surgical decision should be made in consultation with your own doctor or practitioner and not based on the materials provided in this podcast.